I really don't know what day it is anymore. And if this shit keeps going, I'm pretty sure we're just all going to go fucking crazy. There's not even a joke they in there. They say this is a big rich town. Come on. I just come from the poet's part. Yeah, yeah. Bright light, city life, I gotta make it. This is where it goes down. Come on. I just happen to come up hard. Legal or illegal, baby, I gotta make it. I never it. took a straight path nowhere. Nope. Life's full of twists and turns, bumps and bruises. I live, I learn. I'm from that city full of yellow cabs and skyscrapers. It's hard to get a start in these parts without paper. Homie, I grew up in hell. A block away from heaven. That corner age 15 minutes and move a seven. Pure snow. Bag it, then watch it go. Occupational options. Get some blow up some hoes. Shoot the ball of the strap. Learn to rap on the jack. Lavo! What's going on, beautiful people? My name is Kasabian Lavo. Welcome to the Kasabian Lavo Show. Shout out to everybody that's watching live. Uh, first and foremost, I got to shout out to my podcast listeners. You know y'all, man. I appreciate y'all for listening, especially through these trying times. We have gotten a huge surge of people listening. So, I mean, let's just keep it going the way it's been going. And uh, let's talk about it. Uh, day fucking 90-something of this fucking quarantine. And, and and honestly, with no avail, and no matter what they try to make it... Uh, make it seem as there's there's really we don't see the change we never saw the effect of it like it didn't affect every city the same fucking way so the fact that we're acting as such is really causing issues because once again we don't remember what it was like when it was bad we we don't know we don't have thousands of people per day catching this shit and it gets irritating because one has to think then what the fuck are we doing this for who, who is really getting... Bro, you can't keep telling me that this is not our fault. It isn't our fault. I understand that. But the repercussions of doing shit wrong and doing shit that's your fault is still happening. Like, it's not just... Uh, don't worry about it. We're just going to skip these few months. Like, motherfucker. Like, bro, bills got to get paid somehow, some way. This living at home shit is weird, man. Don't nobody want to do this. Like, I love my family to death, but it's like, bro, we are animals of fucking travel. We're animals of fucking creativity. We're animals of fucking curiosity. Animals, man. You can't cage us up. This ain't fucking tiger love, whatever the fuck with Billy Bob and his fucking boyfriends. This is real life, bitch. I'm trying to go the fuck outside. I miss the fucking gym. I don't even like talking to people when I'm in public. And now I talk to people even more just to fucking make them talk. Like, yo, what's good? How are you? You know what I'm saying? Like, is it all for not? Like, damn, to hear the governor of Nevada say that we haven't hit our peak yet, we're behind the curve. What the fuck are you talking about? With what evidence can you say these things? And this is why I didn't even want to do the fucking show. I'm tired of talking about this bullshit. I really am. I really am. Because I don't see what the fuck we're doing it for anymore. I don't get it. I'm tired of the rumors. I'm tired of the speculation. I'm tired of hearing, bro, if one more fucking person tells me we're going to war because they know somebody that works at the DOJ or they know somebody, you know, I mean, if you don't get the fuck off my phone with that bullshit, God damn it, it man, it, listen, we didn't get caught slipping, this was meant to happen, <sighs> is there any way to explain it, hell no, nah, man, this shit was a flash and a freak thing. 
People are still acting irrational at the stores with the toilet paper. And people are still really doing a lot of strange things. Still hoarding foods. It's, it's weird. Like, nothing's changed in two, three weeks. Not one thing. You can't tell me what's different besides us not going to work. What's different? Not a fucking thing. You can still walk into Walmart, get what you need, and get the fuck out. It just happens to be a huge shortage on toilet paper and fucking Lysol wipes. Why? If we would have kept about like normal, the stores would be fine. It wouldn't be so chaotic and, ah, we need all the toilet paper. Like, what are we doing? Like, as people, what are we doing? And when does that stop? And here's a good question. How the fuck do we go back into regular life? Like, how does how does one now go, uh, do I wake up early? Do I have responsibilities again? Like, bro, this is my issue with the Andrew Yang talking about, I'm going to give you $1,000 just to be home. Like, no, man, nobody wants to just fucking be home. That's bullshit, bro. I'm an asshole. They say be home. I want to go outside. I don't even like going outside. I grew up my whole life outside. I like it outside. But don't tell me to be home. Once you fucking tell me to be home, I want to go. Again, love my family. Like, that needs to be said. Like, I don't mind that I'm with the people who I'm with. Thank God I'm with the people I'm with, right? It's more of my babies are losing their education right now. I don't care how smart you think you are. The the fact that your child gets to learn an environment of learning with other people learning, like, that shit's contagious. I mean, that's not happening right now. Right now, it's just the... Fucking do your little video chat, get some little fucking assignments off, and and then, you know, you're off. Your day's done. You did school because you talked to your fucking teacher on Zoom. Like, bro, that shit will never be the normal. That's insanity. How can we sit here and think that we're teaching our children right now? Like, I feel disappointed. Like, I love having conversations with my kids just to see where their heads are. Because you got to talk to them. Dad, what's up with this corona shit? Well, let's talk about it. You know, I think that's probably one of the biggest issues that that I keep on seeing is that the conversation is more hearsay and bullshit and, and and negativity. It's just so much negativity and there's no positive to it. And if I see the negative, I want to know then what's the real, right? Like everybody always says, oh, they're lying to us or, oh, this is that and this is this. Okay, we'll prove it. Like, I just want to know how you know. Why is that so hard for me to ask? Why is it that this shit is so fucking confusing? Like, what have our doctors been doing? I asked that. Did you know that the numbers in California are substantially lower than the numbers in New York? Like, right now in New York, it's 1,200 people per million that are catching corona. 1,200. There's 40-something million people in New York City. California is 215 people per million. Now... You might not understand that, but I'm a firm believer and I 100% and wholeheartedly think me and my family had Corona back in January and February and probably the tail end of December. One, we live in a heavily populated city that has shitloads of tourism. This disease started or this virus begun back in November and it really took fucking legs in December. January, February, here in Nevada, we have a, or here in Vegas, fuck Nevada, here in Las Vegas, we have a huge affinity for the Chinese, and our Chinese New Year here is ridiculous. 
California and Vegas, uh, California for sure, they take in five to six thousand Asians, uh, uh, well, Chinese uh, people a day from China, from from China, six thousand of them. I don't know what the proper way to say that shit is because people get offended. I don't want to say Asians. They're from China and they're coming into LAX. So they were getting, uh, well, it was five to seven thousand people a day back in December, January that could potentially have Corona. So why are the numbers so low in California and the numbers are so high in New York? Well, there's a lot of things like I've once I left New York and, and came out this way, I will never go back to living in New York City. There's no fucking point. They live like savages. Like it's like the modern day Pavella. That's all that shit is. Building those buildings as tall as they build them and do what they do. That's just Pavelas, bro. Those are just ghettos in the sky. Like you're not impressing shit. It's a horrible fucking way to live. It really is a horrible fucking You live on top of so many fucking people and for what? Either way, we're not here for that. New York has more rats than it does people. A virus in a city that has more rats than it has people is fucking terrifying. That scares the shit out of me. You know, I told Mandy back in January that if the disease, if Corona hit the homeless population in LA, this would be like a fucking movie and we'd all be fucked. I swear to God. I said that laughing and jokingly, but I said, wow, what a script, right? Corona hits the coast because everybody comes from China. They come in the LA, they come into Cali, uh, the Bay Area, shit like this. I mean, we get a bunch of shipments from from uh, China. That, that Those are the docks, right? Um, and that's the closest place. So that's exactly where they're going to come. Um, just imagine this virus is this killer fucking virus and it gets 60,000 homeless people in LA County, bro. And those 60,000 homeless just go around coughing on everybody. (laughs) Everybody got fucking Roni. What a movie, right? Like, that was my play in my head. I said, damn, if that shit happens, then we're going to have a fucking problem. But that was the only problem I saw. That was it. But I did wonder. I didn't go to a doctor. I asked afterwards. I just... Took Dayquil, Nyquil, got over it. Me and the baby had crazy ass fevers for days. I was shivering. I felt like dog shit. Like I ran down. I was sick for about a fucking month, to be honest with you. And we just got over it. If if you're able to just beat this at home with just fluids, then why are we doing all these things? And let's get back to why California has such low numbers. What if everybody's already immune to it? You know, I know they love to talk shit about the smog on the West, but let's be honest, that shit might make our lungs a bit different than people on the East because they do got shitty air in the East, too. Don't get it wrong. Um, New York City doesn't have the cleanest fucking air. It's just that mass transit is what gets them around. And if you know anything about the West Coast, you're in your own car. You're not sharing all that all that bus and fucking train shit. That don't really work too well out here. We have too much room. We made everything spaced out. And it's wonderful. It's fucking wonderful. When I first moved here from New York, I thought you could walk places. Yeah, we had a couple shits. You know, 7-Eleven. We had uh, La Bonita. We had Albertsons. We had uh, Stewart Market. But it wasn't like New York. It wasn't no mall in walking distance. Nah, man. You had to catch the 207 of Stewart. The 207 went to Alta. And that motherfucker banged you right there and dropped you off at the Meadows Mall. Bitch, like, you had a whole car and shit. You just had to walk on the other side, like, where the bus didn't drop you off so people didn't know. And then once you got bold and shit, you just jump right off that bus. Like, what up, bitch? Bold as shit off the bus. With your cat transfer to make sure you didn't miss the bus at 5 o'clock so you can make sure you get home. Grandma beat my ass. I got home with the fucking lights on. But for real, like, 
mass transit in New York City and on the East Coast in general is pretty fucking disgusting. You have something that lives for up to 17 days on a surface in a city with millions of people in and out of fucking trains and buses all day, every day. Not for me, bruh. I'm good. That shit sounds gross. It makes sense why New York is getting hit. It makes sense why the numbers are the way they are in New York. Now, it is surprising how many people pretty much got over it in California, though. And here in, in Las Vegas, like, I, I, this is the one time I can say that we are one. Because, man, I know a lot of people that come in. They come through LAX. Then they either take the drive here or they'll fly here. And then they, they do the back and forth. Vegas to LA, Vegas to LA. Listen, that's all fine and dandy. Fuck, for those who travel a lot. You know that when you're traveling a lot, you are susceptible to whatever the fuck is out there. But just to even think that Corona was in the States already in December. And we got over it. Like, we're good. Like, it ain't that bad. What are we tripping for? So, I mean, it, it, it might sound ignorant. Fine. I'm not a doctor. I never said I was. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I'm just telling you what I experienced, what I see in the people around me. And I think it needs to be said. Our governor is saying that we're behind the curve. According to who and why? How do you know this? How would we not get the same effects that California did? We're too fucking close. We cross-pollinate all day, every day. All fucking day, every day. Las Vegas and California. This is East California. Like, I know I like to joke about it, but let's just be really fucking honest. Nevada's East California. You can't live next to 40 fucking million people and not think you're going to get some overflow of people. That's just stupid. We transfer so much through one another. Like, there's nothing that can happen in California that won't happen here. As far as the disease, I'm not talking about economically or things of that nature, things that you can control. Just speaking in disease-wise, I mean, shit, when you go to California, they check your fruits. They ask if you got fruits and shit because they don't want you to come contaminate their shit. It's just these things happen. Are we overreacting to this shit? I don't know. I don't have those answers. Running for governor, I would tell you this. I would be every single day, I would be up there telling you guys what I know. I would be up there every single day with experts. I would be up there every single day getting as much information out as we could so that we could handle this shit properly. I feel like our governor is really just shooting from the hip and... He's acting like we're in New York or California. Like, he's making it seem like it's dire out there. And our economy here may never come back. Like, the the Las Vegas economy may be worse off than, than we've ever, ever, ever seen it. We're going on two months. No casinos. That's fucking terrifying. It really is. It's fucking scary, dude. You got people that are executives at casinos putting in for applications at fucking Amazon. I know, fuck, more than I would like to admit, but I know a lot of business owners that have officially closed their doors and not temporarily. They can't take it. And they know that when things do come back, there's no room for them. You know, this is going to reevaluate a lot of our our, uh, our shopping habits, One one would hope. I don't think we're going to see as many millionaires anymore. Um, the access, I don't think that'll ever go away. We're just spoiled that way here. But I, um, I think we'll still buy an access. I just, I think our biggest fucking issue is going to be, you know, what we deem uh, a need and a want. 
and when do you and, and sometimes wants aren't bad like just because you have a want doesn't mean that that's a bad thing but the i guess the everyday dollar is gonna have so much more weight on it and okay let's talk about the dollar what's the dollar gonna be worth after all this shit let's just be real we're printing up money that we don't have it's basic economics. Like, if you don't understand economics, I would suggest you, um, you know, this is the time to get you a fucking Audible book and to learn you some shit because uh, there's really no excuse for ignorance at this point. Do you really want to understand why capitalism works or why it doesn't work in your eyes, you know, because people just have an issue with it? Well, how about you just learn basic economics and understand that America has done some things that... Changed the world. America has done some things that revolutionized how people live. Do you understand that this is the only place where you can become a millionaire from dead ass poor and you don't have to be of royal blood or anything? It could just be your creativity that can make you a millionaire. Just being someone that's creative and unique can make you a multi millionaire, change your whole fucking life. That doesn't happen anywhere else. Learn about economics. Learn why we do things the way we do it. I think it's about fucking time people start to understand, you know, how to look at problems from the top down and the bottom up. Because if you keep on complaining and you keep on fighting for 15 an hour, all that does is show me you really don't know what the fuck you're talking about. The fight has never been 15 an hour. That's fucking ridiculous. The fight is ownership. The fight is understanding how stocks work. The, the fight is making money with your money with, at, with the least amount of effort possible. That's what the real fight is. Once they say, go out and fight for 15 an hour to work for me, they won. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. They won. You work for somebody. Fuck that. How about we change the whole job structure? How about when you go take a job, you're an independent contractor, and you come to the table with the price that you are worth, and that company pays you that accordingly, but you show your value. You see, how about we really start changing how business works? Now, I'm not going to bother y'all today, but the next episode, I'm definitely going into more business models that may be something that we could look into in the future. And I'm serious. Uh, I don't think everybody that checks your bags at fucking Walmart and Smith's are equal at all. Some people are way better at that shit than other people. Some people are worth a couple more bucks. Like, I don't know. Some people may be worth less. You got to stop talking minimum wage. Here's something scary. Y'all don't realize unemployment only helps those who work for other people. Unemployment has never been for independent contractors or business owners. That's why unemployment doesn't fucking entice me. When they say, oh, we're giving out unemployment, that's only to those who fucking don't do for themselves. All the bosses. There's no such thing as unemployment for a boss. There's no such thing for unemployment for an independent contractor. I'm a fucking realtor and I'm an entertainer. I don't have a boss. There's no entertainer boss where I go write my name on a board and I'd clock in. I sell houses. That's according to you. When you want your house sold, you reach out to me and I'm on the clock. I work for you. I work for my clients. When I do this, I'm clocked in for y'all. This is this is my job, but it's because I say so. Nobody said get up Kasabian and do this. No, Kasabian said I got this is what I have planned to do and then I do it. That's an entrepreneur. When I opened my first store and I ran it out of my garage, that's an entrepreneur. When I hired people, when I bought delivery trucks, ordering furniture from overseas, seeing sales from around the world. Like these things are great 
until shit happens and then you need help and there's no such thing as help for you. There isn't. I really hope the funds come in because I know there's a lot of people that are going to need them. And all bullshit aside, I've already fucking exacerbated all my fucking savings. I'm fucking, I'm on the ropes. And and don't get me wrong, you see, this is when I say too, you know, our, people's brokes are different. Like when I say I'm broke, I'm saying there's less than 10,000 cash in the house and I don't know how much is in the bank. But once my cash is low, then I feel a certain way. That's me. That's not for nobody else. That's just to give you an example. That's all that is. Um, I have five kids. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have a wife. I need to make sure that they're taken care of at all times. So when you tell me I can't make no money, like, that scares the fuck out of me. I like making money. I'm real good at making money. I hope this is a lesson to all who think that sitting at home and getting a free check is the way to live. It isn't. This is what socialism is about. You do what we say or we reprimand you. It scares me when I hear them say that they're handing out tickets and jail time for people who aren't staying home. I don't understand that. Where do we live? When does it stop? How are you able to ticket our free Americans? Where does it end? When does it end? You can't drive now without another piece of paper. We already pay for registration. We already have a driver's license that we paid fees for. We already pay taxes on asphalt, on gas, on emissions. And now we have another paper that says we're essential, according to who? I don't get it. We've given up all the rights that we fight for. And this is what you want when you say you want a Bernie Sanders. When you say you want a Hillary Clinton. This is what it is. Do what we say. We give you money. You spend what you can because that's what we're going to give you. And then when you're punk ass anymore, you come back. Now you need us. You think it ain't like that? Ask people that live on Section 8. Is it really as sweet as you think it is? How about you ask people that, that have food stamps? Have you ever known that shame? Have you ever stood in that fucking line when you got to fucking hold your head down and say, look, I lost my fucking job or, or I, I lost a record deal? Came back, couldn't catch a fucking job, and I had to feed my fucking kids with my head down in the fucking line. And they ask you, what kind of car you drive? What's the license plate? How many people live in your house? Very evasive. They want to know everything. Hey, man, I just need this funky $120 to feed my kids, bro. Why do you need to know all this other shit? Where does it end? They're going to direct deposit the money into our fucking banks because they can't give it to us. It doesn't even exist. They're just moving numbers around that don't exist, putting us in the real debt. But nobody understands the repercussions of this shit. Our money doesn't have a fucking weight to it anymore. There's no gold standard anymore. That was probably one of the stupidest shits we did. But once again, when I say go read an economics book, look up Thomas Swole. The man's a genius. An amazing brain that a mind that I'm so fucking I'm, I'm happy to have been able to just read what his work is. He came from the same places we all came from, from shit, from the hood. Told that we were supposed to depend on the government, you know, the same bullshit. Catch you a section and you in the game, get you some stamps and you in the game, right? But nah, he didn't see it that way. It didn't make any sense. The trickle-down effect didn't work for him. He didn't understand it. So, you know, you study economics and you learn, oh shit, this is why capitalism works. Freedom. You know, uh, capitalism 
encourages competition to get the best out of you because capitalism isn't oh i got water i'm gonna sell it for a dollar no 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 capitalism is hey bro i got water you got water let's see who can sell it for more and who provides the best for their clients fuck it let's see who can sell the most of the shit fuck for more let's just see who can sell the most of the shit and then you start to see creativity on rappers you start to see how the water gets delivered different shapes and bottles uh different flavors and bottles you know that's innovation that's creativity that's Fucking everything. Capitalism is a beautiful thing. This big bad boogie monster that they like to tie to capitalism is greed. Now, don't let greed fool you. Greed is one completely different thing. One could be greedy and be a socialist, too. It it doesn't matter. Greed has nothing to do with capitalism. Greed is a, a horrible trait. Capitalism is a system. You see? And a, a, a greed is a fucking a, a, one of the nastiest traits you could ever have is to be greedy. And it gets a human thing. See, capitalism was is numbers. It's imperial. You really can't fudge up the fucking numbers, bro. Two plus two is always four. That's the good thing about capitalism, bro. Like, you buy something cheap, you sell it high. There's a profit margin. It's simple math. It'll always continue to go that way, and you can't fuck that up. But feelings are a whole different bitch, and feelings are what fuck up a lot of things. Some fucking little insignificant piece of shit finally hits 100K, and he realizes that he could fucking wrench everybody for more And now he's the big bad capitalist. No, that's a greedy piece of shit. Because I would rather make slow dough that's forever than fucking twist it to somebody. Like, why ruin somebody else's life to make a couple funky ass dollars? Now, I know that's just me thinking and other people may feel this way, too. But what I'm saying is that is feelings that you don't need in your fucking brain when talking business. Greed is so nasty. You know why capitalism died in America, or at least the idea of it? It was because of all the pussies that wanted to pussify everything. Like, it's just, it, there's really no other way to put it. Once they stopped competition was when you could see the end of capitalism. Because capitalism just brings on competition. Like, it is it is what it is. It's competitive in nature, and it should be so that you can get the best product. Imagine this. Right now, you go to the store. They give you toilet paper. They tell you how much it costs. Nobody gets to pick what they want. You just get handed it. And then you pay it. And then you fucking leave. And they give you whatever they want. Do you think we're going to get the quilted, double-stitched fucking toilet paper with the bears wiping their ass? Do you think we're going to have all those cool-ass toilet paper commercials and shit that all the crazy shit they do? Like, do you understand what I'm getting at? You don't get... Coca-Cola and Pepsi when it's socialism, you're only going to get Shasta. And good luck if you get Shasta. Capitalism created Coke and Pepsi. That's why you get the difference. That's why you get a Del Taco and a Taco Bell, McDonald's, Burger King. It's yin and yang, but they compete. Motherfuckers compete just to show you how good they could be. Now, we're living in a time where they're telling us what essential businesses are. That scares me. We're living in a time where they're threatening to ticket people for being outside. That scares me. Scares the fuck out of me. I don't know who they think they are. And what have we allowed? What have we really allowed? When is this shit supposed to be over? How are we supposed to fucking, like, for real, just go, hey, man, can we just get back to this shit? Like, we good at getting back to the shits. 
I think there's going to be a lot of class action lawsuits that come after this, especially for all the companies who have done people wrong during this time. I think a lot of y'all better lawyer the fuck up. Um, I want y'all to look into Thomas Swole, read his books on economics. I wish I had it here. My library's downstairs. Please read the book. Listen to the book. Go on YouTube. Just fucking hear bits and pieces of the shit. Try to understand basic economics just to know what's to come for your best interest, your family, everything. I think we're, bro, I've seen companies that I thought were never going to close literally making that call. Just, hey, we're done. This isn't going to fucking work out. It's, it's trying, very trying. I want to give hope. Hey, here's one thing. Z-Pack and and fucking the malaria medicine is working. It's working. Those two fucking dummies that drank the koi fish medicine out of the fucking cabinet, they're stupid. Once again, Donald Trump never said take anything. He said our doctors are working on things. Well, guess what? Z-Pack, the shit you take when you have a fucking uh, a chocho infection and shit like that and fucking and the malaria medicine is working. It's really getting people back. It's beautiful. And it's way faster than a year and a half, right? We need to find out now how long has this thing been in the States? How many people have had it? We need a back test. That's what we need next. We need this money to hurry up and go to see if this puts a small bandaid on the economy and gets us back going again. And then we need to find out how the fuck life is going to go back to normal. I'm really tired of talking about this. But hey. My name's Kasabian Lavo, living the moment.